Today is uh, the day before, actually tonight, Rosh Hashanah starts, and uh, really excited about this new year um, for many different reasons. Most of them personal, sorry, but it's personal because I, I, I think that starting over is an amazing thing that Hashem gives us. Uh, thank God we don't have to carry over all of the mistakes and all of the blunders that we make into the next year that we're going to actually start anew. Um, even though we do this every night, we, we do tshuva and we repent before we go to bed, there's something very special about a convocation, a modim, in which Hashem says, if you'll take your time and come to it, and in the new year, start a process to look forward to Yom Kippur, a day of atonement, that I promise you that I will be with you, I'll hear your prayers. And so I want to take a moment before we celebrate together. And we wish everyone that hears this message, uh, may you have a sweet new year, may Tor enrich your life in ways that you've never been enriched before. I want to talk just a brief moment about rising, uh, rise, rising above in your prayers and rising above the routine in your prayers. Many people will go to shul tomorrow morning and they will say their prayers uh, mid, midway yawning through the process, uh, talking and lamenting about how long everything is. And they will forget that in this routine is a very powerful moment. It is, it is interesting and it should not escape us that out of all of the Haftorah portions that are assigned through High Holy Days and Shabbos's, None of them are probably more poignant and true to the point is Hannah's prayer in the Haftorah that is associated with Yom Kippur, with Rosh Hashanah. You would think, why would that be so important? The story behind Hannah is a very precious woman who could not bear children. And if you've ever been in an environment with a family member or someone that could not have a child, it's very, very upsetting and traumatic. And especially in the Jewish world, in the Israeli world, having children and progeny was the prize. It was the great prize. It was the greatest thing a woman could ever accomplish is to have a child, but not just one child, but many children. And it would be the pride of their generations to come. She could not have one child. And said year after year she would go to the temple and she would cry out. She would pour her heart out before Hashem. And I am sure that in that process that she also did many hours of tshuva and repentance. Asking Hashem, what's wrong with me? What have I done to deserve this? How, how is it that all of my friends and my associates and my family members are having children and I alone are barren? Is my soul barren? Is there something missing in my soul? Crying to Hashem says that she would go and cry so much that just her lips would tremble. A noise didn't come out, but her lips moved. Being so moved that she could not even utter a sound. We look at this experience and often we just read over it and think, oh, this is wonderful. But the priest, Ely, thought she was drunk when she would come in because she would just be so stricken with sorrow before Hashem. As we approach this day, 
we have to realize that there is something that we all carry into this new year that we must leave behind in this new year. Someone posted a video of a Japanese man at the wall. I don't know if anybody saw this two days ago. It started with his hands on the wall and he was in Japanese crying out to Hashem. And he sobbed so much that he collapsed on the ground. This is a man from the nations. Collapsed on the ground begging Hashem for whatever the thing that he was sending up to heaven. And the reason why in this Haftorah portion is attached to the new year is that Hashem is trying to tell us and the sages of Judaism is trying to tell us that if we're going to do tshuva, we've got to approach it at the same level of fervor that Hannah had for years going before God and asking, why can't she bear a child? What is it in your life and in my life that we have that needs to be dealt with at that level that we've just become used to it and said, oh, well, this must be my life. Well, I'm here to tell you that Hashem doesn't want you to just be satisfied with where you're at, but to look at the possibility of what you could be and where you could be, where you could be. As we approach this new year, I pray over the next couple of days of reflection that you'll really look inside of yourself as I have looked inside of myself. When you peer into the darkest part of your own soul, no one else can do that. No one else, a priest, a rabbi, a friend, a husband or wife cannot look deep into your soul like you can. But when you examine into the darkest recesses of your soul and you realize, do I really want to carry this one more year? See, that was Hannah's prayer. I believe that the level of desperation Hannah was says, I cannot take another year. I can't do this. And collapsing in the floor, she cries out to Hashem for a child. And we all know the story. She bears a child. But how many of us have gone year after year not bearing the reality of goodness not bearing the reality of prosperity, not bearing the reality of new levels of Torah understanding, not bearing the reality of living for Hashem like you've never lived before, only to say, I guess this is the way I am. It doesn't have to be that way. We don't have to be that way. I don't want to go into the new year being the same person that I came into this new year with. Next year at this time, I want to be able to say to myself, and the thing is, is I can't say it to you guys, because the things that I need to examine for Hashem is so private that I couldn't share with you. Only my Father in Heaven, only Hashem knows, only I will know next year at this point, did I absolutely find birth and new birth in my life? Now, I'm not using that term lightly like most religious people do call them being born again. I'm talking about birthing something that is new and precious. Something that is sweet in your life. You, as I am speaking here today, I ask that you would take in your mind and think, this is what it is. This is what I need. This is the place that I need to be. These are the things that I need to work on. Here are the character flaws that I know that need to be dealt with. And there's no amount of self-help, therapy, medication, or music that can help you do what only you can do by your desire. Do you understand? How many have heard that you cannot make an alcoholic not be an alcoholic? 
they have to say, I'm an alcoholic and I don't want to do it anymore. No one can make a person who is a, a drug addicted no more drug addiction. That person has to hate the very core of what drug addiction does to their life before they can ever change. No amount of hours in the finest Hollywood drug rehabs can change that if the person doesn't change in their mind. So what is Rosh Hashanah about? What is Tshuva about before Yom Kippur? It's about this intense self-examination that you end up coming to the place that says this. What I am, I do not want to be anymore. What I want to be is a new creation in this new world. I want to live today as Mashiach is living today. We do believe that we want to see the day that Mashiach comes, but let's quit saying that day or one day and say today. Today we go into a time of celebration for the new year and we wish everyone a wonderful new year, but please let's not leave one living soul behind. In this next year, let's drag as many as we can with us to a new purpose and a new life, a new blessing, new financial uh, blessings in their lives, and know that in confidence in these next few days before uh, uh, Yom Kippur, all of your prayers are being heard. All of your prayers are being heard. From the smallest child to the eldest adult, all of our prayers are being heard. The king is in the field, as we've heard over and over. He's hearing our prayers. And so whatever level of, 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 of humility that you can muster before the creator of the universe, and no matter how insignificant you think your prayer is, it's not insignificant. It's not insignificant. And in the spirit of Hannah, may our prayers be intense, full of fervor. May our prayers be so powerful that we can't even hardly form them with words. It can only come from the deepest part of the emotion of our heart. And may Hashem give you a wonderful new year. And everyone say, Amen and Amen. Amen.